Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikbat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. We are located at the corner of Boulevard and Grove, across from the Art Museum. For more information, you can visit our website at tikvatisrael.com. There, you can support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and contact us with any questions or comments. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Wonderful. It's an honor to be here again. And uh, I love how the congregation models the, the worship in heaven here by saving the front rows for the hosts that are there. <laughs> I think it's every congregation that's part of the, the blessing there. But um, it truly is an honor to be here and to be connected with this congregation and uh, both myself and Scott, and uh, we desire to let you know that we are here to serve from the UMJC, from the Tikkun congregations. Uh, we see ourselves serving the vision, serving the leadership of this community, helping you in any way that we are able to, to see the fullness of the vision and calling of this community be fulfilled in this melu, in this season of our calling. Amen. So it truly is an honor to be here, and it is a mutual blessing to be able to uh, have time with David and to pray and seek the Lord and to grow in who we are in him together. Um, I do have a message, and I'm getting ready now to hit a timer. So I remember doing that a couple of times now over the years, and um, I didn't announce it. So when it went off, people were like, oh, what's going on? So I do like to put a timer on. So three hours and four minutes is what I've been given. And uh, I'll try to only use a couple of those hours. Uh, let's pray together. Alvino Malkin, our Father King, we are so grateful for your word. We have so wonderfully worshipped and celebrated the truth of your Torah, the truth of your word to us as your people. And we are grateful that you follow your word to perform it in our midst. So we ask, Holy Spirit, Bo Ruach Elohim, come, Spirit of God, come. Teach us from your word. Instruct us as your people from the families of God in the earth, from the core of Israel to all the nations. Teach us here today. Instruct us in righteousness. Build our faith. Strengthen our love for you and one another. Strengthen our unity to run together well and to accomplish what you've given us to do in your name. B'Shem Yeshua. Amen. Psalms 22. If I was to title this message, it would be the fullness of the kingdom, part of the calling that God had to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was the establishment of his kingdom in the earth he created through a people he has chosen. Kingdoms represent authority in the earth. 
The scripture says all authority has been given to Yeshua, but it also says that the authorities of the earth, that the Lord sets them in place. So to see his kingdom manifest in the earth, his kingdom authority in his people is to see his desire for tikkun ha'olam to take place in his creation. So we're going to study a little bit about the kingdom of God from the word of God today. And to see our role as subjects, as people of that kingdom, and who we are, Jew and Gentile alike, one in the king of that kingdom, living out the calling of the Lord to be salt and light, to be a priestly nation, to stand between the porch and the altar, and to intercede for the desire of our Creator to see the restoration of His creation. Psalm 22, verse 28. For the kingdom is Adonai's, and He rules over the nations. We see in this verse, number one, that the Lord's kingdom is preeminent. It is the most high kingdom of all of the kingdoms of the earth. And that Adonai rules over all of the nation's kingdoms. That the kingdom of God is the highest. And that Yeshua, as Melech Israel, as Yeshua HaMashiach, who Melech HaGoyim, is the king of Israel and the king of the nations. Psalm 24, verse 1 tells us that the earth is the Lord's and all of its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. We belong to him. He is our king. He is our redeemer. Psalm 45, verse 6 says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. We see that his kingdom is eternal, that there is no end, that it will continue forever. Psalm 103, <clears throat> verse 19. The Lord has established His throne in heaven and His kingdom rules over all. We see that we are part of a kingdom that has all authority over all the kingdoms of the earth, over the earth and under the earth. His kingdom is sovereign. Psalm 145, 11. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The kingdom that we have been 
engrafted into, that we have been adopted into, both Jew and Gentile alike, through faith, have been adopted into the kingdom of God. Rav Shaul says that about Israel, that there are people who have been given the patriarchs and the writings, that they have been adopted, they have the adoption, the calling of God into the family of God. And that through their testimony, all the nations of the world will see the glory of his kingdom. I don't know about you, but America needs again to understand the authority of God's kingdom. There's a a running through in our nation of oppressing against God that is also manifesting in anti-Semitism and an anger against authority and those who have authority. Those who have authority in government, those who are the peacekeepers, the policemen and women who carry authority. There is a disdain and a lack of respect running through our nation against those who hold authority. Against those who hold authority in a way that is different from what we may feel should be done or said. Ultimately, the root of that disdain is a lack of the fear of God, a lack of the knowledge of God, a lack of the understanding of God's authority, of His great love, of His justice, of His righteousness. The enemy has come in and is supplanting the knowledge of God with education and the height of man's ability. And this community is called like Abraham was called to follow the Lord and to be a light in this city. Let's turn to Matthew and see the words of Messiah Yeshua that when he rose into his calling after his time in the wilderness, He began to preach and teach in the synagogues all throughout Israel. Matthew 4, 17. From that time, Yeshua began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In Matthew 23, 4, 23, Yeshua went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and disease among the people. Yeshua came as Melech Israel. He came, yes, as a suffering lamb, but he came as a representative of the Father's kingdom in creation. And he proclaimed the authority of that kingdom even while Israel was under the thumb of Rome. And he declared that the kingdom is good news. God's kingdom in the earth is good news. The gospel of the kingdom is good news. Matthew 
in Matthew 6, 10, the Talmudim of Yeshua asked him, teach us how to pray. And there's Alvino Melchenu right at the beginning of how he teaches his Talmudim how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In verse 13 of chapter 6, he concludes the prayer this way. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. We see here an establishment that Yeshua's authority is greater than the authority of darkness than Hasatan's authority, than the authority of evil in the earth. And in that prayer is the cry of the authority of God. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory. Deliver us. Keep us from the evil one. Matthew 6.33 there's a commandment from Yeshua for us to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. There's an understanding of alignment when we seek first the kingdom of God, when we lay aside the needs that we have, the, the authorities that we've been given in the earth, the, the power and we say, Lord, we seek first your kingdom in this decision that I'm making for my family, in this decision I'm making for the congregation, in the decisions that are being made for our nation, in the decisions that are being made whether to support life or abortion. Seek first the kingdom of God. His heart is for life. Yeshua said, Satan has come to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. More abundantly than death. More abundantly than fear. More abundantly than evil. More abundantly than tyranny is the life of our King and His authority that He has given us as His people. In Matthew 10, His Talmudim are empowered to go and preach. Verse 7 of Matthew chapter 10. As you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I believe there's been a milking down and a watering down of gospeling. There's been a milking down and a watering down of the message of the gospel. A piece of the message is eternal life, yes. 
but it's by accepting Yeshua as your Lord and Savior. By submitting to His authority, for Jew and Gentile alike, salvation is the same. He is the King of salvation, and He is the Savior of the world. By faith in His sacrifice, we are changed. In fact, the Scripture says we are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's Son, His dear Son. The message has been milked down to just be a confession, and then you're saved by grace, and there's no other requirement. The message of the gospel of the kingdom and the authority of God's kingdom has been lost in many ways in the body of Messiah. But the Lord is restoring an understanding again of His authority in the earth He created. For the earth is the Lord's. And the people that live there are His. He wants them to know who He is. To walk in the clarity of His kingdom and in the goodness of His love. Romans 14, verse 17. Rav Shul gives a definition of the kingdom. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The gospel of the kingdom is full of joy. When the messengers appeared to the shepherds, They didn't say, I bring you great tidings that will make you miserable. And you will labor under the authority of my king all the days. No, they said, I bring you tidings of great joy that will be to all people. Why all people? Why not just Israel? Because Israel was called to be a priestly nation, to be a people that show forth the glory of God to all the nations so that they might know their Creator as well. Which will be for all people that born this day in the city of David, the Mashiach, the King of Israel. You see, the Jewish people, the Israelis, are looking for a king, looking for a kingdom, looking for the establishment of that kingdom in the earth. And something resonates in the heart of a Jewish person when they come to know their king and have relationship with him as their Messiah. The authority of his grace, the power of his name, it establishes freedom from sin, freedom from the tyranny And the oppression of the enemy. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken... 
let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. The authority of God's kingdom cannot be shaken. Yeah, but what about this? And what about that authority? And what about what they're doing here in this nation and doing there in that nation? The authority of God's kingdom cannot be shaken. That truth is a secure truth for us who believe in him. It is a foundation that cannot be shaken. But we must receive it by faith. We must believe in it as Abraham believed in it. As he took steps of faith in the authority of God's calling for his life, we too must believe that the kingdom we have been engrafted into and are part of, the kingdom of Israel, the kingdom of God's dear son, is a kingdom that will not and cannot be shaken. It's a kingdom that holds all authority in the earth, and the Lord will have his way in the end. Every nation, every kingdom will bow and every tongue will confess Yeshua HaMashiach Adonai. He is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We are translated into the kingdom of God's dear Son. Colossians 1.13, I spoke of it earlier. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. We belong to Him. We have been bought with a price. We are part of the family and kingdom of God. And that kingdom is open to all who would believe to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, to all who call upon the name of the, of the King of Israel. I'll close with James. Four minutes. Not too bad. Listen, my beloved. Has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? No matter where you see yourself on the social economic scale, as men, women, Jew, Gentile, the Lord has made us heirs of his kingdom. Joint heirs with Mashiach Yeshua. Sometimes living in this world is hard. Our souls can be oppressed. We get frustrated. We get tired. We begin to live in a defensive survival posture instead of, you know what? I have the answer to this problem in Yeshua. I am going to step forward in faith and declare a truth that can deliver from this problem. A truth from God's word, a truth from the heart of the Lord, a truth of who Yeshua is. You see, because truth 
is not just a philosophy or a thought. Truth is a person. Yeshua is the truth, the life, and the way. The way, the truth, and the life. When we bring that truth to bear in any situation, in any area, trial that we find ourselves, the truth sets us free. Yeshua has set us free. Let's stand together for a moment. And if it's okay, Rabbi, I'd ask David to play a song. How are we doing on time? Are we okay? Is everyone's stomach growling and we're ready? But I just want to listen to this song. We, many of us know it well. It's a song from Paul Wilbur. But there's a line in this song I want us to hear and to believe. The song is called, Let the Weight of Your Glory Cover Us. So let's just, before the Lord, Ruach, come and have your way. Seal your truth in our heart as your people. To see us the way you see us. And to live a life in the anointing of your Ruach. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, Come and make your presence known. Reveal the glory of the living God. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, come and make your presence known. Reveal glory of the living God. Let the weight of your glory cover us. Let the life of your The truth of your kingdom reign in us. Let the weight of your glory, let the weight of your glory fall. Let the weight of your your kingdom reign in us. Let the weight of your glory, let the weight of your glory go. Our Father, our King, I pray that you would solidify through the teaching of Yeshua during the water pouring in Jerusalem that rivers of living water would flow from your heart and that you would solidify the truth that your kingdom is within us that you rule and reign on the throne of our heart 
that you would have your way in Tikvat Israel and enrichment through the gospel of the kingdom.